Welcome to Yoga Wisdom, questions about how to live your yoga in daily life, answered by Integral Yoga founder, Sri Swami Satchidananda. I am a little uncertain about the guru-disciple relationship. Does one need to have a guru to receive enlightenment? Can you reach enlightenment by listening to the guru within? Hmm. You don't need a guru. But you need a guru. Even to listen to your guru, an outside guru should tell you how to listen. There is a simple proverb in Tamil, Tottu kaattatha vittai suttu pottalum varadu. This means, if somebody doesn't point out and tell you, even if they burn you, you won't get it. Somebody has to point out from outside. And then you get that from within, inside. That's the reason why even the great people, born saintly person, Paramahamsa, Ramakrishna Paramahamsa, he wanted Todapuri as his guru, just to point out. But some people don't have the guru, outside guru. But probably in the previous life, they had the Guru within. For example, Ramana Maharshi never had a Guru. But it came from within. So, if you are that evolved soul, you don't need it. If you know by yourself, why do you want to ask somebody? If you don't know, you ask somebody. And even if you ask somebody and somebody tells you, accepting is your job. Just because somebody tells you, it doesn't become yours. You have to accept it. Make it your own. That's the reason why a duty of an outside guru is to help you to Know your own Guru within. And once you can listen to your own Guru, you don't need an external Guru. External Guru, external teachers, external practices are all simply temporary use, temporary use. I say they are catalytic agent. 
They are not permanent. They come, they do their job and they go away. Like a soap, for example. Soap comes into your cloth to do your job. What is your job? Take out, clean up all the dirt. Then when you begin to wash it, the dirt plus soap goes away. You don't need the soap anymore. Likewise, all these practices, outside practices, yantra, mantra, japa, yoga, pranayama, everything is outside. It comes to help you. Once you achieve what you have to, then you don't need all that. Otherwise, you are depending on that. No guru will ask you to depend on him or her. The guru is teaching you to be independent. If you are going to be depending on a guru or a particular exercise or a particular this or that, you are still dependent. Not totally free. So the purpose is to make you totally free, totally independent. But you have to depend on somebody to become independent. But at the same time, any guru tells you, I will be your guru always. Don't go to that guru. Yeah. His job is to teach you and then go away. Then you yours. He will not be binding you. Otherwise, what good of the guru is? He asks you to get rid of everything but to hold on to him. That's another bondage. Health bondage, wealth bondage, guru bondage. <laughs> no. It should not bind you. How do I let go of the past? As a child, I suffered some physical abuse. In therapy, I recently remembered that abusive situation. Some say I have to remember the pain, feel it, and embrace it so that I can release it. Is that true? I don't want the past to have power over me. But it does affect how I relate to people and situation. Unfortunately, that is the Western psychology. You have to go back to remember everything that happened to you. The problem is, the more you remember, the more will bother you. Yeah. 
you're supposed to forget it completely, ignore it. Keep repeating it, keep remembering it means you are renewing it. It's almost like a, a wound. It's slowly closing up and you are scratching it. You're making a fresh wound. No. That is the reason why the mind should not be dealt with the past. People always make mistakes. We all go through a lot of experiences. There's no point in thinking of it. Think of the bright side. Think what you want to become instead of thinking what you were. The Western psychology wants you to go deep into the past problems. No, that's not the right thing. Pradipaksha Bhavana, says Patanjali. If you have hatred feelings, you can't think of that again and again and again. Ignore it, think of the positive, loving thoughts. If you establish that, if you make that more powerful, this will be gone. If you want the proof of it, go to an automobile workshop. You take your car there to put up a new grease, grease job. What do they do? The old grease is there. They don't take off every part, clean up the old grease and put new grease and then assemble the part. It's a wastage of time. You know what they do? That's a small nipple. In that nipple, fresh grease is forced in. If you squeeze, force the fresh grease, the fresh grease goes there, penetrating in, pushing all the old grease out. That's what they do in grease shop. You can do the same thing. You have all rubbish, dirty, old grease, rotten thoughts. What do you want to do it? Put a fresh thought in. Squeeze it. And then the, all the bad thoughts go away. That's what you call spiritual practice. Positive, positive, positive thinking. So don't worry about the past. Nobody was born a great saint. If we are a saintly person, we won't be even taking a birth. We have sinned to take a birth. So don't think of the past. When you are a baby, you are crawling. You are smearing fecal matter all over the body. 
Do you want to think of it again and again? (laughs) No, past is past. Ignore it. So, yeah, that's really, I don't know modern thinking. Even after 20, 30 years, you sue a person. He did that to me when I was a child. You are renewing the whole thing again. He must have made a mistake. Forget it, doesn't matter. You grow. Master Sivananda said, bear insult, bear injury. Keeping this in mind, how do I remain neutral and maintain my dignity when other people try to undermine my work and make me wrong because it's not being done that their way. Hmm. So the other people say that. What do you say yourself to yourself? Why do you want to worry about what others say? Ask yourself. What's your conscience say? Follow it. Others see you with their eye. If it's all right, useful, take it. Otherwise, ignore it. People always see others with their own eye. A jaundiced eye will always see yellow, yellow, yellow everywhere. According to the Mahabharata, as you know, the Kauravas, the hundred brothers, and Pandavas, five brothers. The eldest of the Pandavas is Dharmaputra. The eldest of the Kauravas, Dhritarashtra. Dhritarashtra is a vicious boy. Dharmaputra is a quite nice boy. So the teacher who was teaching all the royal children, seemed to have a special affinity towards Dharmaputra, the good boy. So the bad boy got annoyed. So one day, the guru wanted to teach them a lesson. They called both. And asked the bad boy, I want you to go around the town 
collect a good boy to do some good job in every way he should be a good character good boy i have a work to do with him get a boy like that he said i don't know let me see i'll look for it so he went out he called the good boy and said i have a dirty job to do can you go round the town and select a dirty fellow bring me as some work to do with him so i mean where can i see a dirty boy here well if you say all right i'll go and see see one boy the good boy went out looking for a dirty fellow the dirty boy went out to get a good boy they both went round the town towards the evening they both came back and the bad boy said i searched all over everybody is a dirty rascal <laughs> if at all there is some good work to do give me that i will do i am the good fellow when the good boy came and said i couldn't see any dirty fellow there everybody has something nice something nice something nice looks like thinking that i could find a dirty fellow i went there no that itself made me a dirty boy so i am fit for that dirty work give me that work what does it mean they both went to the same town he couldn't see a good boy anywhere this man couldn't see a bad boy anywhere boy your own eye you judge people from your own mind so clean up here don't worry about what they say they will say whatever they feel you ask yourself am i really like that if the answer is yes correct it because there is a person a clean person clean consciousness constantly watching you to tell you what is right and wrong nobody has to t- tell you long time back while well, i was in ceylon sri lanka i went to a, a small prison the kid little kids prison they were all little little kids so casually i asked them tell me who will be a what kind of a good boy will do what will do a good boy 
They all said, oh, he's a nice man. He won't fight with anybody. He won't tell, a, tell lies. He won't steal things. All the good thoughts. So what will be a bad boy doing? Oh, he will be a dirty. Always bad words, stealing, telling lies, fighting with people. So you know who is a good boy and who is a bad boy. Yes, yes, we know. Why are you here? (laughs) Say, they all know. They were all mostly, all the boys were illiterate. You don't have to go to school to learn that. You all know what is right and what is wrong. But the problem is, do the right and not the first question came the flesh <laughs> listening to the flesh that's what so ask yourself build up yourself make your own mind clean you'll be a blessed boy Blessed are the pure in heart. They shall see God. That's what we want to achieve. Always good, 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 good. And what is a good deed? What is a bad deed? How do you define Certain act is good, certain act is bad. Hmm? If it's not hurting anybody, and if it's bringing at least some benefit to somebody. Hmm? So keep that golden rule in your life and follow that in your thought word and deed. Hmm? Okay? Thank you. Thanks for listening to this Integral Yoga Multimedia Podcast. We hope you'll subscribe. For more information on Sri Swami Satchidananda and Integral Yoga, please visit us online at integralyoga.com dot org